0: You guys, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, you need to. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Welcome to Mimesis, the podcast about all the twisted ways that art and life imitate each other. I'm Stacey Rourke.
1: And I'm Sandra sherriff
0: And we're your hosts on this zany adventure. And one of us is going this adventure solo right now. Solo. <laughs> solo. This whole week. <laughs> oh, and it's not ending anytime soon, is it? No, it's not. It's not. Tell the nice people. My husband has to
1: travel for work for five weeks. He gets to come home on Fridays, but then he has to leave again Sunday morning.
0: So you have weekends with him right now.
1: I'll have like roughly
0: thirty-six hours. (laughs) Oh man, that's a lot because that's you guys have you have a young child, you have a preteen, and that's you handling literally everything after school
1: programs that they have going on handling the dogs cooking all the food handling all the household stuff yeah and it's snowing so i'm gonna have to go out and shovel
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah gross i heard it's supposed to get like really stupid cold up there
1: it's been really stupid cold but yeah it's supposed to get worse like how cold
0: are we talking
1: well, right now we have a windshield advisory. We're getting less than one inch right now, and the windshield is like going to make it feel like
0: it's six. Right now it's twenty three.
1: Ugh. ugh. <laughs> like
0: when I came up there for Grandma's surgery, it got to negative four, and that's ugh.
1: yeah. Tomorrow it's nine. Where Scott is right now, it's in the negatives. I think he said the other morning it was like negative
0: six. yeah that's when you walk outside and the air just stings your face hurts yeah yeah the wind
1: chill is going to be 15 degrees below zero that's horrible yeah so it's refill gonna feel like worse than what it is it was 82 here today
0: yeah i don't like you (laughs) 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 i uh i worked outside part of the day nice and then i got it got a little warm it got a little warm so i had to move inside i was like oh i'm getting a little little toasty a little sweaty i should probably go inside." <laughs> we're not the same no, no 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 the look on your face is you need to go fuck yourself
1: uh-huh. i love you
0: <laughs> i love you i would Shut like
1: some up. warmth right now
0: yeah i know yeah. sorry Um, well, my heart is with you as you go through these days alone, because that's just, that's got to be so stressful. It is. Like, I can remember when my kids were little, Jay leaving for, like, he'd go for a work thing, but it'd only be for, like, a week to 10 days tops, but five weeks. Five weeks. Yeah. That's a long time. It is. It really is. How often does he have to do this? Once a year. Okay.
1: Yeah. So it's always... During the worst part of the winter. Yeah. And he has to go up to the even more worst part of winter to test out the cars in the snow.
0: Why in the snow? Um, to see how to they make handle? Sure that the,
1: yeah. To make sure that they handle properly, that the
0: systems are responding now, does he test them the way you do? That you see if it's slippery by just randomly slamming on the brakes? Or... Yes, he has to. Okay. Because he wants the
1: system to engage.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Yes. But he's worse. He'll he's stomp worse. on it and turn the wheel at the same time.
0: But he's got safety precautions in place if yes. things go sideways yeah. on him. Yeah. You oh, They're don't. on a track. They're on a track. <laughs> okay. Going around in circles all day. <laughs> Yeah, you, you, we did not have a track and you just scared the hell out of me for no reason. That was fun. Yeah. Uh, so, what else do we have going on?
1: Well, we've got the podcast network. Uh,
0: it's growing and it's growing and it's <laughs> growing. I'm so excited about all the shows. Oh, my. We have some great content that's coming for people. Yeah, we do. Let's see. What do we have? We have, um, We've got a self-help show that's coming. Yes. We've got one on financial tips. I'm excited about that one. Yes. We've got um, book, movie, TV reviews. Yes. We've got one that is uh, crystals in Reiki and uh, self. Oh, yeah. The Christie like Cook is putting map. that one together. And It's there's gonna be a lot there. She's fantastic. And I may have really reached out to her and told her that she needed to do a show. (laughs) Uh so I I I coerced her into doing it, but she agreed. So we got that. And then Rue Wally was here last week and we talked about our show. So we've been I've been researching for that episode. Uh boo with Stacey and Rue. This one is gonna be very paranormal. Lots of ghosties. I'm excited. I can't say what it is because Rue doesn't want to know my topic ahead of time. She wants to be completely surprised by it. Okay. So I can't say what it's going to be, but it's going to be good. Okay. Tell me later. I will tell you later. I will tell you later. (laughs) Let's see. What else do we have? We've got um, a self-help one. I think I already said that. We Mm -hmm. have one um, that Jen Payne is doing that involves starting or basically reclaiming your life when your kids are grown. Yes. Yes to where you you're able to pursue what you want again and you know getting over your own fears and being able to put yourself first again. Yes. I love that. Yes. Because I
1: got in that like slump of putting my kids completely first. Yes. And now I need to just I need to do some me time. I still need to raise them. I still need to do my responsibilities, but I need to
0: put me first sometimes too. Oh, absolutely. For your own mental and physical health to just be like, you know what? It's okay for them to have a little bit of screen time. Yeah. Mama needs some me time. That's okay. Yes. (laughs) So that one is going to be fun. I'm going to be, I'm going to do some episodes with Jen. She's looking for a ghost (laughs) host. Hey, I
1: like that. A ghost.
0: (laughs) Maybe she is. I don't know. Um,
1: (laughs) Oh my goodness. (laughs) <laughs> I know we're like talking about shows, but you know how that whole a ghost thing started at your house over Christmas break. Well, it
0: actually started on Friends, but we carried it over into everything we were playing there. Yes. yes. Well, Evan randomly walked in the room, and he goes, "A ghost." <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's every game we played. Any uh-huh. answer, if you were hung up on it, the answer just became a ghost. Yep. <laughs> Cute. Uh what were we talking about our our podcast shows podcast shows yes so we're gonna have the one uh john's is called uh life unpaused unpaused life unpaused life unpaused life we're gonna have that one we've just we've got some great content coming for people
1: yes i'm excited to deep dive and get some podcasting
0: hours in (laughs) i know it's gonna be awesome it's funny that it started with just you know you and I, hey, you want to start a podcast and yeah. a year later, hey, you want to start a podcast network. Yeah. Not even a year later. No, not even. <laughs> Cuz March will be a year, right? Um May. April. <laughs> June, we're just randomly <laughs> out. Well,
1: April when we really went and started like getting a recording um when I was down with you when you had your surgery. Um It'd been April, and our first episode launched like the first of May. My surgery, which I'm still having complications from. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, yeah. Stupid surgeon. Uh, exactly.
0: So we got all that going on. Good things coming. Big things happening. Yes. Um, I just finished my latest book. It's yes, you in did. the editing process now. I tried out paranormal mystery for the first time ever. You got to read it. You... I did get to read it.
1: <laughs> I'm like, can I? Can I say I got to read go it? Go ahead. Go
0: ahead. Go <laughs> ahead. It's
1: so good. Thank this you. This is by far like I. I say every book is my favorite. I really do. But this one, this one, is my absolute
0: favorite book. Thank you. I put so much into this one. This one, was... <sighs> I
1: loved it from start to finish. I mean, you can ask <sighs> Emma. Like I didn't put it down (laughs) I had it like going in three different spots like I had it on my computer I had it on my phone
0: everywhere you walked you just had a different screen going oh I love that yeah it's a pretty quick read too it's called fate worse than death for anybody that's uh interested in it it's it was good it's book two in my Octavia Hollows series book one is a collection of six novellas and then this one is a full-length book but uh, I had a lot of fun with this, and I'm glad. I've had I've had some uh, advanced re- reviewers that have cursed my name. The I ending. did. Yeah, yeah.
1: I texted you, and it was like, I love you, but you're a bitch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep. I'm telling you, man. That ending, that ending. Woo. I can't
1: That's... see the look I'm giving you right now. <laughs> I'm mad about that. I
0: know. (laughs) It'll all be okay. I I promise. I have somebody that, um, one of my advanced readers, that she got the copy today. And she's like, I'm seeing all these posts. Nothing better happen to Bacon, Octavia's (laughs) Pig. And I was like, I can tell you with absolute certainty, nothing will happen to Bacon. Bacon will be fine. (laughs) I'm not saying I won't make you cry in other ways, but Bacon will be fine. And that's why you're a bitch. You're me. I'm a bitch. It's okay. So did you cry when you wrote this? You know what? When I wrote the first draft, I didn't. Because then it was just getting the bones of the story down. Mm -hmm. When I went through, because I always do um, self-edits and rewrites. I do a a round of that. And when I did that, uh, it was very emotional. It was very emotional. Uh, And the ending part, I'm not going to do any spoilers, but to you... You know, the part that happens, like, after the truck. Yeah. There's a scene that takes place in the woods. Yes. That part was very, very hard. Like, that, my my heart was in my throat the entire time. Like, I knew this character. I knew what was coming. But I was terrified for them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was, too. (laughs) Trust me. Yeah. Yeah. So that's coming soon. I'm hoping to release it March 13th. So March 13th. Is that a Friday the 13th? It's not. I think it's oh, like a man. Tuesday, which is <laughs> fitting because I was born on Tuesday the 13th of September. Yes. So, yes. Although We're if anyone excited, asks, I'd like to wait. say I was born on Friday the 13th. Okay, hey, they don't know. Unless <laughs> you really go back and look. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're just being a weirdo. Right. Okay. So I think we got all the news and updates Thanks. out of the way. Did we? I think so, yeah. Okay. Did, so, I, did I like get lost there for a second? You, you just, yeah, you just kind of faded off. and oh, okay.
1: I faded off. I'm a ghost. <laughs> I'm a
0: ghost. You went to Sandyland for a second. <laughs> I did. Oh, Sandyland. I haven't been there in a while. you used to go there often.
1: I was in depression land for a yeah. long time. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's not as much fun as Sandy Land. I don't think. No, it's not. It's not. So today we are going to talk about something that I'm really, really shocked we have not talked about on this podcast as of yet.
1: Yeah. Well, I was really shocked that you, when we wrote our like whole business plan and we wrote down what topics that we could talk about, Like that was one of the ones that I wrote. And you were like, this is mine.
0: <laughs> and I never did it. And you never did it. What? Well, we're going to do it today. Yay. We're going to do it today. We are going to talk about the movie Titanic versus the actual, actual Titanic.
1: Yes. I love this movie so much.
0: Girl. Okay. How old were you when Titanic came out? You were like, you were probably like 12.
1: Like, yeah. 11, 12 around there.
0: Yes. I yeah. was old enough that I had, I because I never rented like an apartment or anything. I bought a small house. That was yeah. my first outing of my parents' I was doing nails. I bought a tiny house. And it was so cute. It was a cute little thing. Um, But I was old enough to own my own home. And yet I decorated the entire damn thing (laughs) with all Titanic stuff. You did. (laughs) (laughs) My entire house was decorated in Titanic. I was obsessed. I must have gone to the movie theater to see it in the theater probably like half a dozen times. I think I saw it twice in theaters. I think I was with
1: you and my mom once, and then I went with my friend and her dad, and he, like, covered our eyes <laughs> on the one part. Yeah. Like, he sat in the middle and covered our eyes,
0: and I was like, I've already watched the movie. <laughs> I don't know what happens. Look, it's boobies. <laughs> I can see the boobies. Yeah. Yes. It was a fantastic, fantastic movie, and you remember when it came out on uh, – on video. VHS. It was two two, videos. You had to take one out and put the other one in. Yep. And I would hate when I would put it in and I forgot to rewind it. Oh, I'd be so pissed at myself. (laughs) (laughs) Be kind, rewind. Oh my God. I was just going to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Be kind, rewind.
1: (laughs) I'm still old enough that I know that that that's what you need to do. Yeah. I remember going to get VHSs at the blockbuster.
0: Yeah, and be behind video. the case. Yep. If it wasn't behind the case, you had to go up front, ask him if they have an extra copy somewhere. Yeah, I hated that. <laughs> that was I hated that. My friend that, and I would walk
1: from her dad's house—the same man <laughs> that covered both of our eyes. Um, we used to walk down to the family video in Flushing from her dad's house, <laughs> and like.
0: That's a, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's a hike. Yeah. That's a hike. Because we're like, we're going to rent movies. Because that's what we did back then. Friday yeah. night, what are we doing? We're renting yeah. a movie. To watch a video, we had to leave the house and go to another establishment so that yeah. we can come it's back home movie. and watch TV.
1: Yeah. And then when Netflix first came, like, you could get it delivered, the DVD yes, delivered the to DVD. you. <laughs> yeah.
0: I awesome. remember that. And you could put yeah. things on your wish list. Yeah. And, and they would come once you sent one back. hmm Yeah. Yep. I remember that. Yep. We're old. We're cute. Okay. So let's talk about Titanic. Okay. <laughs> so in 1997 is when the movie Titanic sailed into the hearts of moviegoers everywhere. 97? It became... 97?
1: Oh. <laughs> 97. I was only
0: nine is that right yeah oh girl you should not have been seeing the (laughs) booby pictures no wonder he was covering your eyes (laughs) no wonder i'm suddenly on his side (laughs) uh the the cinematic achievements that this movie made it's still astounding to this day it was originally budgeted at 100 million dollars but the film's cost crept up to where it topped out at about 200 million to make this wow. movie. Wow. That's so many millions. Yeah. Uh, it paid off during award season when the film went on to win 11 Academy Awards. Wow. It won for Best Picture, Best Music, Best Directing, Best Visual Effects, Best Cinematography, Best Production Design, Best Costume Design, Best Sound Mixing. Best Original Score, Best Film Score, and Best Sound Editing. Wow. That's a lot. I mean, those costumes were fabulous. Those costumes were amazing. I wanted Rose's entire wardrobe. Yes. It was the highest grossing film ever until James Cameron surpassed himself with Avatar. Yes. And later Marvel's uh, Avengers Endgame. Well, now Avatar Two has outpassed all of those. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) James just keeps topping himself. Yep. So today we're going to be comparing the true story to what was shown in the movie. Right. We're gonna start. Rose. Yeah. No. We're gonna start with Jack and Rose. They were not real. I did when this movie came out. I did have people okay this is back before like my husband and i were married or anything when we were like on again off again i met a guy at a bar who was like you could be the jack to my rose you know they were real people their love story was real and the fact that he thought they were real i'm like thank you for the drink you bought me go away (laughs) you're clearly a moron keep walking Yeah,
1: I knew that they weren't real. I had hoped that they were real, but I knew that
0: they weren't. No. Now, there was no Jack Dawson on the RMS Titanic, but there was, and we actually talked about this in our Jack the Ripper episode, there was a Joseph Dawson that was on the ship. He was, there was no connection between him and the character, that the name is purely coincidence. But Joseph Dawson was born in Dublin in 1880. He was a member of the crew and worked as the trimmer of the ship. He okay. joined the military at 19, after which he moved to Southampton, where he began working on various ships until he worked his way up to the Titanic. He did die when the boat sank. Yeah. He's now buried in Halifax, Nova Scotia. Um, he did not hook up with any first class pit. Pa- uh, passenger that he found <laughs> dangling off the front of the ship. Yeah. Uh, he did not have steamy sex in the back of someone oh, else's car. <laughs> Which, by the way, the car, that also was not shown properly. I understand that they wanted to have that moment of Jack and Rose at the car. Yeah. But the cars that were on the ship were boxed up yeah. because th- you had to use a crane to get them on there. Right. And you don't want to just grab the car with the crane you're going to damage it so they were boxed up yeah and then they, they, they probably loaded. had like chains wrapped around
1: it to yes. list and drop it in
0: so in order to have sex in one of those cars you're going to need a uh, bolt cutters you're going to need a crowbar, <laughs> crowbar. <laughs> <laughs> that's really a lot of work to have sex yeah. in someone else's car yeah there's easier ways just saying i mean there was a plenty of rooms (laughs) just find literally anywhere else right okay so on to rose no one on the ship you know was had that name but the writers did base her character on american artist beatrice wood okay beatrice had no connection to the titanic but it was her life and her fiery spirit that really inspired the writers to use her as their their motivation. And I think when you hear a little bit of her background, you're going to see how much like Rose yeah, she, her life really was. She lived to be 105 years old. Aw. <laughs> much like Rose, she was born into a wealthy, blue-blooded family, but always felt like she was different than the rest of them. Despite her parents' opposition, Beatrice moved to New York, from from New York, excuse me, to San Francisco, and then to Paris, where she studied acting and art. Okay. There, she met Monet himself and watched him paint in a garden. Like, what is your life? Are you kidding me right now? (laughs) Can I have that life? Right? She went on to perform with stage greats like Sarah Bernhard. I don't know who that is, but I'm guessing at that time she was very famous. Yeah. When World War II began, she moved back to, to New York, yet continued performing. She started more than 60 roles under the name Mademoiselle Patrice. <laughs> I love it. So cute. During her long life, she had amazing love affairs. And then later in life, she found her way to a kiln where she created beautiful potted pottery until her death in 1998.
1: Well, I love that so much.
0: So it's, it's Rose. You remember her working on the kiln at the, yeah. the beginning? And she was freaking Rose. Yeah. Well, that
1: and after she got off the Titanic, she like had all those pictures yep. of like the roller coaster and the plane and like everything. It was fantastic.
0: And this woman was just living life to her absolute fullest. And that's what you want to do every day. I'm saying. So I love that. I love that there was a real person that inspired Rose. Yeah. So other characters who were fictional were um, Cal Hockley, which can we talk about Billy Zane in that role for a minute? Sir, you are too fucking hot to be that big of a dickhead. (laughs) yeah he was so attractive but he was such an asshole i didn't ever
1: find him attractive because he was such an asshole
0: oh i was so conflicted
1: it was like no mine was like my eye was right on leo the whole time i get that
0: it was just like every now and then he'd get like that little like pursed lip like smirk and i'm sorry but as a writer the the little that little half smirk gets to me (laughs)
1: Yeah. Well, see, my thing at that point, at like age, I was looking for a savior. Okay. So that's why I clung on to
0: Leonardo. Check. Yep. Um, Rose's mom, Ruth. If Rose wasn't real, Ruth wasn't real. Right. Cal's valet, Lovejoy, not a real person. And Jack's friends, Fabrizio and Tommy, all made up. They were I love them, story.
1: too. They were
0: so <laughs> sweet uh margaret brown of course was a real person went down in history as the unsinkable molly Molly brown brown as the movie shows she was not born into a wealthy family nor did she even marry rich Mm -mm. she and her husband found great wealth when his mining engineering efforts to prove to be instrumental in producing a substantial ore seam i do not know what that means but it made them rich as fuck. So good for yeah. them.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean they talked about that in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean that's a real fact that's, that they That's all real. Yep. Okay. I think they said mining something. It it
0: in was the movie. it was a product that he helped engineer that helped with the mining process. Oh, okay. So he was he was basically an engineer that created something really yeah. fucking cool. Those stupid engineers being so smart. I know. Jerks. Then they have to go away for five weeks at a time. I know. (laughs) So, while, while Margaret and her husband separated in 1909, he did give her a cash settlement and a monthly allowance, which made it possible for her to travel and live the life that she was accustomed to. When the ship was sinking, Margaret helped passengers onto lifeboats. And just like in the movie, when boats were launched that were not completely full, she was trying to get them to go back, pick up more people. They refused. Once they were rescued by the Carpathia. Margaret organized a survivors committee to ensure that the second and third class survivors would receive the necessities that they needed because they didn't necessarily have the resources. So she made sure that they were getting the care that they needed as well. And it was due to her efforts to help all the survivors out there that she was given the name, the unsinkable Molly Brown. That's fantastic. Yeah, she's a badass. We love her. Yeah. Okay, now... Let's go through some of the scenes in the movie and compare them to reality. Do you remember in the movie when Bruce Ismay, the president of the White Star Line, urges the captain to go faster? Make yes. the morning papers or, you know, yes. all that. Yeah. Numerous surviving passengers did Here is May pressuring Captain Edward J. Smith to increase speed. The full speed of the ship was 78 revolutions. But the vessel could go up to 80. Yeah. Never had the captain taken her above 75 revolutions. Not all of her boilers had been lit. The captain was he was kind of playing it cautious as you should. As you should. When the water is full of fucking icebergs. Right. (laughs) But Ismay wanted to hit top speed at least once. He wanted it to hit that number. So he was applying a lot of pressure to the the captain. Add to that the fact that Ismay really did jump on one of the lifeboats and survived this whole ordeal. Ugh. Yeah, all of that was real. He was crucified in the newspapers. Well, I bet. Yeah. As he should have been. Yeah. A lot of the blame for what happened was put on him. Yeah. And for good reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that guy that, you know, you go through the movie and you're like, he's a dick. No, he really was. That's yeah. that's 100% accurate. Okay, so do you remember Officer Murdoch? Yes. He was the one that was loading the ships. Uh, Cal tried to pay him off. Yeah. He ended up shooting a... Pa- I'm not sure. I don't remember in the movie, and I know I've seen it a million times. I know he shot at somebody. I don't know if he actually yeah, Fabrizio or somebody. I, like, I don't think he actually like killed the person with the shot, but I know he then turned the gun on himself. Yeah. Okay. Um, this scene in particular ended up being very controversial. While survivors say they saw an officer commit suicide. There was no one that could confirm that it was Murdoch. Yeah there was no nobody like witnessed him directly doing it murdoch did not take a bribe all of that was a storyline that hollywood concocted right because they were trying to show people that cal's money couldn't save him more than it could save anybody else right well when the film came out murdoch's relatives who were still living were pissed they didn't like how he was made to look in this movie. Yeah. They didn't like how he was represented at all. So film executives flew to Murdoch's hometown where they issued a public apology and made an $8,500 donation to Murdoch's memorial fund. Well, that's good on them that they actually were proactive and did something. Yeah. They were like, all right, sorry, we we took yeah. a little too much. I guess much. It, not proactive, I shouldn't say that, but they actually took action. To yes. It. They took an active approach to yeah. remedy the situation. Okay, so do you remember Captain Smith walking into the bridge? Yes. And he He's, was he went down with the... He was standing at the, the... Yeah. Yes. Well, there are witnesses who did see him going into the bridge. There were other witnesses who said they saw him on the deck. A couple people said they saw him in a life jacket in the water. One little boy said he saw the captain put a gun to his head and shoot himself.
1: Uh, Anyway, he went down with the
0: boat. (laughs) We know he didn't survive. (laughs) Right. We don't know what happened. Also, his body was never recovered. So we, we don't have any way of even like they you know examining the body and going oh well obviously this yeah. is what happened so that's one of those things that will forever be a titanic mystery we don't actually know where he was we know he 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 didn't make it onto the carpathia that day yeah he
1: got eaten by sharks <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay so The movie also shows passengers choosing to stay on board and just go down with the ship. Yes. This is actually a thing that happened. The old couple, the lady with the two children. Yes. And I love that you mentioned the old couple because that's exactly who we're going to talk about here today. Uh, This is one of the most beautiful stories. And you say beautiful in a tragic way because... tragically beautiful yes now on in the movie it shows this the old couple cuddled up on the bed together as the water rises around them this couple is intended to be Isidore Strauss and Ida Strauss they were first class passengers and Isidore was the co-owner of Macy's department store really yes They were both offered seats on lifeboat number eight. Isidore refused to get on the lifeboat while there were still women and children on board. He absolutely refused. He was not going to give up his seat or he was not going to give. He was not going to take that seat away from From a woman woman or a child. child. Yeah. Well, when he refused to get on the lifeboat, Ida refused to go without him. Witnesses heard Ida tell her husband, we've been living together for many years. Where you go, I go. Aww. Yes. Um, they did not die cuddled up together in a bed, but they were last seen sitting side by side in a pair of deck chairs. Aww. Yeah. How sweet is that? Like, that gives, that, that gives me a little misty. That yeah. they were like, we're going to let yeah. these these young kids... Have a chance. We've had a full life. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So, we know that on April 14th on 1912 at 1140 p.m., the crew of the Titanic saw the iceberg and alerted the bridge. They may have seen it sooner, but the binoculars that were supposed to be up in the crow's nest had gone missing. Yeah. So, there's one strike against you right there. The ship didn't have enough time to maneuver around the berg, and it hit the starboard side, puncturing a ton of holes in it uh, below the waterline. At 2.20 a.m., the Titanic sank, immersing many of the passengers and the crew into the freezing water, where most of them, and I want you to remember that, most of them died within 15 to 30 minutes of being in that water. Oh, yeah. Remember that, because that's going to come back up later. Oh, I know. I know.
1: (laughs) I already know this one.
0: (laughs) Now, a few moments from the movie you may remember. Uh, We're going to talk about which one's real, which ones aren't. Right. Uh, But let's list them first. Uh, When the giant funnel falls and crushes Fabrizio. Remember that scene? Broke free. Okay. Uh, There was also the lights of the ocean liner staying on while it sank. Yeah. The ship splitting in half. Chunks of ice falling across the deck. You know, all all of this. All of this. The bland band playing on all of these yeah. things. So, did any or all of these actually happen? Do you have a guess?
1: I'm going to say some of them, yes.
0: All of them did. Every okay. single one of those is accurate.
1: I know that the playing in the music i know it broke in half there yes. had to have been some kind of ice that fell on the boat when they hit the iceberg
0: okay yeah well let's start with the ice yeah um survivor churchill candy was quoted as saying the first thing i recall was one of the crew appearing with big pieces of ice in his hands he said he had gathered it from the bow of the boat some of the passengers were inclined to believe he was joking but soon the situation dawned on us all. <laughs> They're like, oh, Aww. he's funny. Oh, fuck. That's, that's. Yeah. We're going swimming. OK, so as for the lights, it was Dr. Washington Dodge who watched from a lifeboat and said, we saw the sinking of the vessel. The lights continued burning all along its starboard side until the moment of its downward plunge. Wow. That would be so eerie to see. Yeah. As the bridge sunk, the first of those enormous funnels really did fall forward and crash into the water on top of swimmers that were battling beneath it to survive. While Fabrizio wasn't a real person, he wasn't crushed by this thing. It was believed that John Jacob Astor, remember him? Yeah that he was killed by the falling funnel because okay. when his body was found it was crushed and covered in soot which yeah it, it seems pretty fitting with that yeah. happening uh by the way do you remember in the movie that it was a big scandal that he was married to a young 19 year old and she was pregnant and look how she's trying to hide it you remember all that yes all of it true okay he that was really was true he did have a child bride and she really was pregnant gross (laughs) gross (laughs) okay now as to the ship splitting we know now that it did but that was something that was debated on for a long time right because some survivors said that they saw it split Others said it went down intact. There was just going by eyewitnesses. There was a lot of argument as to what really happened there. But in 1995, when the wreckage was discovered, it was clear to see that it was in two pieces in two different locations. So it had to have split. Uh, And yes, the band did indeed play as the ship went down. Survivors remembered hearing them play Alexander's Ragtime Band and In mm-hmm. the Shadows. However, later, newspapers wrongly reported that they played Nearer, thee to, the, nearer My God to Thee. Right. And that wasn't the case. They, those other two songs were the ones that survivors remembered hearing. Every single member of the band perished. But they they played on until the bitter end, until they couldn't play anymore. Which again, you know, it's gotta take such a strong, I don't even know. It's just such a a strong resolve to say, this is it. I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna make a fight for it. I'm not gonna, I'm just gonna Like you
1: have to have that calm,
0: just like, okay. I, I I can't. I know. I I can't. I I would I would fight. I would fight. I know. I, I think would. I would fight too. Yeah. yeah, but just to be in that place where you're like, okay, this is it. This okay. is it. Ugh, oh, that's hard. Um, the movie shows third class passengers being locked below decks. Remember that? Yes. Oh, I fucking hated. Oh, I didn't like that. At yeah. All. That was just... Okay, so while this was true that some of these gates were locked the way it's shown isn't really how or why okay the gates were locked because the steerage passengers were kind of viewed as unclean they hadn't passed health inspections and they were afraid that if they had sicknesses or ailments or anything that they would pass them To the upper class. The upper class. So that they were locked. And then when they got to you know the the port, then they would go through a health screening and that would go from there. So that's why those were locked. When the boat started to sink, there were some stewards that had the presence of mind to just unlock the fucking gates. Like just go unlock it. So some of them were unlocked, like it showed, some were open. But there were some who, if they didn't hear from their higher up ranking, you know, whoever, they they didn't say to them directly, hey, Joe, go unlock the gate. Yeah. They refused to do it. My boss didn't tell me to do it, so I'm not going to do it. Assholes. Yeah. And, I, you know, I think about that. I put myself in that position and (laughs) I'm going to unlock the gate. Right. Like, seriously, Let, let me put it this way whatever outcome happens from that moment on i'm not coming to work on monday so right. i don't fucking care if i get in trouble with my superiors
1: <laughs> either i don't about, have a
0: job yeah either i'm about to drown in icy water or right. i fucking quit this is my notice right. i'm not coming back like, give them the best
1: chance at surviving that you can yeah. don't fucking
0: be a murderer yeah by lock by not unlock, not unlocking that gate, you're you're scenting those people to death. Right. So yeah, I'm gonna unlock it. I'm gonna I'm gonna give them as good a chance as anybody else is gonna have. Okay, where are we? Okay, so what about the heart of the ocean? Do you think the heart of the ocean was real? No. No, it wasn't. Completely no. fictional. It was inspired Even it was by gorgeous. It was <laughs> <laughs> stunning. I had a little mini version that I got from, like, Kay's <laughs> Jeweler.
1: You it's, did. It's, like, the
0: size of a quarter. Whatever. Um, but it was inspired by the Hope Diamond that King Louis the Sixteenth gave to – is that right? The 16th? We'll go with that. What is it? V-I-I- It's XVI. So that's 16, 16, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Gave to Marie Antoinette. Now, while the heart of the ocean did not exist, Celine Dion wore a 170-carat sapphire (sighs) surrounded by 65 30-carat diamonds (laughs) when she sang My Heart Will Go On at the 1998 Academy Awards. Oh, my goodness. 106. Even the weight of that and then 30 carat diamonds. That had to be so heavy. That woman is very, very petite. How did she stand up with that thing around her neck? (laughs) Like very stiff. (laughs) You know those stands that they have for dolls that it's like metal in the back and then it hooks around their waist to keep them upright? Yeah, She had like a human size. (laughs) She had one of those behind her holding her so she didn't fall forward yeah.
1: from the weight of it.
0: They were like, Celine, whatever you do, do not lean forward. Cause you Perfect. lean forward even a little bit, you're going straight down. <laughs> oh. Okay, now this one you probably know because this one was in a lot of the the news stories written about the the movie at the time. The sketch of Rose wearing the heart of the ocean? Yes. Who drew that? Well, Jack did. No, I mean in real life, who drew it? Oh, I don't know. Really? He did? Yeah. Oh, I thought this one was was kind of everywhere at the time. So, but you were not. I, <laughs> I was 10. <10? laughs> yeah.
1: James Cameron
0: drew that himself. James. Oh, really? That was actually when you see the hand sketching on the piece of paper, okay. that was his hand. And all of the pieces of artwork and Jack's sketchbook, James Cameron drew every single one of those. Oh, wow. He's talented. And so he can make. Movies like Titanic and Avatar, and he can draw, and um, yeah,
1: <laughs> goodness, and he I can barely t- do anything. I know
0: I can't uh, back uh, into a parking spot <laughs> without getting hives up my neck, and he can do all this. Okay, <laughs> that's just not fair.
1: Yeah, i I was always told that it was Leo that actually drew those.
0: No. Yeah. It wasn't leo leo has many talents of his own that was drawing. not one of them yeah okay now the underwater shots of the wreckage lots of them were real lots yeah. of them were real in 1995 james cameron hired a russian vessel to take him and members of his crew down in two submersibles it took 12 dives and probably more money than you and I will ever see in our entire lifetimes. <laughs> probably. <laughs> to get that footage. But the problem was the cam the cameras could only store five hundred feet of film, which basically yeah. equates to twelve minutes of footage per dive. Yeah. As a result, some of the underwater shots had to be faked. You know, they could they could use what they had, but for some of the more expanded shots, they had to they had to fake yeah. it. Yeah uh pablo picasso's paintings remember at the beginning when rose is getting her room situated that part that fun little bit of humor there wasn't real picasso's paintings were never on the boat that was basically just trying to set the time period of where we were at right yeah that wasn't real so how many people were rescued from the water like rose do you have any guesses 13 14 it was a small number. It's a very small number. Uh, only two of the 16 lifeboats went back. That They said that yeah. in the movie. That was true. Only six were saved from the water. Okay. The first lifeboat pulled five people from the water, but only three survived. Yeah. The second picked up four more people, and one of them passed as well. Uh, just like in the movie... They were really hesitant to go back at first because they feared all the panicked people would tip them over, tip them over their panic. Yeah, really not a concern because, like I said, 15 to 30 minutes and these people were freezing to death. Now, there is a movie set at Fox's Baja Studios in Rosarita Beach, Mexico, where visitors can see parts of the Titanic set. And now I want to go to Mexico.
1: <laughs> well, I told you there's one right at Downtown Disney.
0: Oh, yes. At the yes, Planet Hollywood. Yes. Yeah. Yes. There's, there's like also, the door
1: or something. You can go and see the door.
0: There's that. And then there's uh, Titanic exhibits yeah. all over the place that are – have you gone to any of those? You've gone to the no. Titanic? They're very cool. Highly recommend. There's – I don't know if there was one down here in Orlando. I don't know if it's still here. but I, It probably there's it's fantastic and i highly recommend it if you get a chance to do it uh in the the mexico set there was a nearly full scale titanic replica that was built wow. for the movie yeah but it was badly damaged and dismantled during production you know you're okay. sinking a full size boat replica like yeah shit's gonna happen to it so they ended up They dismantled it shortly after filming wrap, and that's no longer there. But some of the interior sets still are. You can see Rose's stateroom. Awesome. You can see Jack's third-class accommodations. You can see the room where Jack was handcuffed to the pipe.
1: (laughs) I love that.
0: Okay, that's enough practice. Yeah what he's like i don't care if i'm gonna lose a hand here if i see you practice anymore i'm just gonna freak out and say no so whatever happens happens (laughs) um the outside deck and the palm court dining room are all available to see and they do like tours that the public can go on
1: that outside dining room i always (sighs) loved it was so gorgeous
0: so pretty so pretty and that's if you go to these tit- titanic exhibits they replicate a lot of the rooms. Yeah. so you're like in one section where you're looking at artifacts and then you turn the corner and it's like freaking the grand staircase is right oh there uh, yeah <laughs> yes. you're, it, it's just there was one i went through a door and the entire thing was set up to look like you were outside on the deck it was nighttime there was like it made it look like there was water down below. It- That's awesome. I was breathless for a minute because I did not expect it. I was just like, holy shit. This is amazing. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to have to
1: have to do that. You got to go with me?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. I'll do it again. Let's do it. We should dress up. <gasps> Let's dress in costume and do it. Can I wear like one of the Victorian dresses? We have to. We have to wear Victorian <laughs> dresses and yes, we're doing it. The this. hats. Mm-hmm. big hats yes. big hats we're doing this yes. this is happening there's gonna be pictures okay mimesis on the set of titanic <laughs> yeah my, the titanic mimesis i love it okay now we've reached the part where we're going to talk about my favorite fucking story from the titanic jack and rose who i don't even care who they are we're gonna talk about my favorite story um the chef but he wasn't a chef. I learned this later. He was a baker. He was the a baker. Same difference. Yes. <laughs> um, he's the one that in the movie. He's in a white uniform. Mm-hmm. He's taken pulls off his flask as the ship's yep. sinking. While well, he was based on a real person named Charles Jofflin. Is that how you say that? <laughs> I think so. I hope so. <laughs> now Charles. Charles was asleep when. The the ship hit the iceberg. Yep. And then he learned that the ship was sinking and he handled it as I would. (laughs) Charles was like, Oh, fuck. I'm going to get drunk. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) And I completely respect that. Absolutely. He started drinking in his room. He went to the pantry, the kitchen pantry. He got some booze out of there. He's drinking more. He went back to his room, poured himself a drink, and sat there and nursed it while his, his quarters were starting to fill with water. And then he went, I think it's time to go topside. Yeah. All the while, he's drinking. The whole time. Just drinking. He gets up onto the, the ship level. Now, in the movie, it shows him throwing wooden furniture and whatnot overboard. He yeah. actually did do that. He was looking for things that would float. And he was throwing him overboard so he would have something, something to, to hold on, on to while yeah. he was in there. And just like in the movie, uh, do you see this? I'm putting my nose- notes aside yes. because I know this guy's story so well that I'm like, I don't even <laughs> fucking need the paper anymore. Um, just like in the movie, his goal became stay on the boat as long as you possibly can. Yep. And this is all in an an inebriated state. He's just like, fuck it. I don't want to get in the water yet, so I'm just going to do whatever I have to. He stayed on the boat as long as he possibly could. Okay, so the other people that went into the water because they're just pure panic are splashing around, flailing, their heart rate rates are going really, really fast. Well, that actually made hypothermia kick in faster because You're expending that energy. Yes. Now, Brother Man was so relaxed and feeling no pain whatsoever. He wasn't splashing around. His heart rate wasn't. He was just, you know, paddling over to something (laughs) to float on. Paddle over to something else to float on. While everybody else who went in the water died within 15 to 30 minutes he was in the water for two hours <laughs> and survived. The alcohol raises <laughs> temperature. I'm telling you. Yeah. He went in the water like, fuck it. I'm going to die anyway. I'm just going to get shit faced so I don't feel it. And then he really? went on to live to be 78 years old. Wow. Wow. <laughs> So when people asked him, like, how'd you survive the Titanic? Well, I don't remember any of it. I was pretty drunk. (laughs) (laughs) So what we've learned about this is if you're on a cruise ship in cold water and there's any kind of problems, just start boozing it up. (laughs) Just start boozing it up. Start doing shots. Doesn't matter. Yes. Just start drinking.
1: I mean, aren't most people when they're on cruises (laughs) drunk anyway?
0: So true. (laughs) Especially a carnival cruise. Carnival cruises are party ships. Um, Kayla that does my hair was talking about she wants to do a a cruise and she wants to do one with her daughter. And she was asking, you know, what cruise lines. And I told her, I was like, listen, if you're going with your child, Maybe not the carnival, because those people are there to party.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: I think because we, when my husband and I were younger, we did a lot of cruises. And we even cruised with his whole family. We would go on family cruises. Wasn't there like two weddings with that one? Yes. (laughs) It's funny. His two cousins got married on the ship, but not to each other. They were brother and sister. They did not marry each other. They're not that kind of family. They married other people. But on yeah. the same cruise. But we would say, you know, Jay's cousins are getting married. And people would be like, I'm sorry, what now?
1: What? 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 Um, well, that's like your daughter calling me Cousin Aunt Sandy. Exactly. And calling it's... Scott just Uncle Scott. <laughs> Please don't say that in public.
0: Exactly. <laughs> it's It became Cousin Aunt just because you're so much older than them. So yeah. it was, yeah. 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 But. Uh, What I was going to say about the carnival cruise, we went on one where there was this woman who was in the elevators, fall down drunk. She was so (laughs) intoxicated and her partner was not and was over her bullshit. Like,
1: motherfucker, it was my turn to get drunk and you went and drank. Like,
0: if a person's face can say if there wasn't an audience, I would throw you over my shoulder like a fucking sack of potatoes and just carry your ass. That was that was the look on his that face. Was the look. Yeah. Because yeah. he was like, get up. Come get on. Up. Get-, <laughs> get up. I've been drunk like that once in my life. Oh, that's rough. It was bad. <laughs> it's rough. Is that the night you had to get your stomach pumped? I, I didn't get my stomach pumped. Yeah, I thought you got your stomach pumped when you were during your Disney internship. They didn't pump my stomach. They just put a lot of fluids into me. Okay. (laughs)
1: No, I've never had my stomach pumped. Okay. I had it wrong. But (laughs) But you still
0: ended up, you were so intoxicated, you ended up in the emergency room. Yeah. That was a bad night. (laughs) That was a bad night. (laughs) There was
1: a lot of bad choices made there.
0: Decisions were made. Yeah, none and of not them good don't. ones,
1: and now I see all the red flags. And that was not me,
0: <laughs> no, no,
1: that was a bad That time. was you were the anger,
0: yeah.
1: I was, yeah, I was very young, I was only just 21, yeah, yeah. And then I was like, oh, we're never doing that again, <laughs>
0: yeah. No, no, that's, a, but that's if I
1: thing. was that drunk going into the water, I would have survived, I'd have been fine. <laughs> see. It's just a matter of where. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I've never been on a cruise. Really? Yeah. I want to-ish. Yeah, ish.
0: Yeah. Not since COVID now. No. COVID. You remember COVID that- COVID ruined it. There was like a cruise ship. The people were stuck on the, the yeah. boat for like a month. Yeah. Three weeks no. to a month because they couldn't dock anywhere because they there was yeah. like a COVID outbreak on the ship. Yeah. <laughs> so then they had like a morgue. Yeah. Set
1: up on the ship? No, no, I'm good. <laughs> like the only way I probably would is if it was a Disney cruise, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe now, it'd have to be like a small little yacht cruise thing. That's yeah. Like touring, like
0: uh, Europe, Italy, or something. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. We went on a Disney cruise for our honeymoon, and it was glorious. But again, that was a million moons ago before COVID was ever a thing. Right. I just always
1: – I got – I had the chance to be on a Disney cruise for my internship, but I turned it down. I shouldn't have. <laughs> hindsight. Hindsight. <laughs> There was a lot of bad decisions in that area of my life. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Thankfully, that chapter is coming to a close real soon. That's great. Um, But part of me was very hesitant because I do get motion sick really bad. Yeah. And it was a nine-month thing. And I was like, I don't know if I can do it for nine months. No. If it was three to six months, maybe I can do it. But knowing how motion sick I get, like, and I'm terrified of boats.
0: Mm-hmm. I know. I, I see that. Yeah. I see that. And it's knowing yourself because um, yeah. Jen Payne, who is she's uh, the podcast hoster, hoster, hoster. <laughs> host for Unpaused Life, our show coming up. Uh, she recently, within the last year became a flight attendant yeah and you know she has nothing but great things to say about it she absolutely loves it and she's told me about it and i, I told her i was like you know what i appreciate it so much what you get to do and the experiences you get to have but yeah. i know i couldn't do it no. because i get i get motion sick so easily that yeah no i i, I can't do it no
1: no and that's why i knew that i would not be able to make it
0: that long see even when i go on a cruise and this would probably be different now but you know 20 years ago when i went on a cruise it was always day three that i would get motion sick the first two days i would be fine and then it was like day three of the constant movement that was the day that always and i would be flat on my back in my room just nauseous as all crap yeah
1: and see, that's where I was nervous because I'm a chef, and that's what I was doing. And being around the food, oh, I mm, the smells, mm-mm. no,
0: no, I don't think I'm for gonna barf
1: day. in somebody's rice.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna go. I threw up in the rice again. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Blame but that's.
1: You. I think that's partially why I haven't even went on a cruise. Because yeah. I don't handle, like, small boats well. I know that they don't rock
0: as much as small boats. But, but sometimes if it's rocky seas, I mean, there. I've been on some where you're, like, stumbling side to side down. down yeah, no, the, see, uh, that's, that I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my motion sickness has gotten worse over the yes. years. Yes. So I'm not even sure how I would do with it anymore. Like, yeah. before it was just one day. It might be, like, the whole freaking time now.
1: Yeah well see that's where my thing is i've gotten worse since i've had the kids yeah i was starting to get motion sickness in the car now oh yeah i do too hate that like i used to be able to read while people were Mm -hmm. driving nope can't do that anymore
0: man they just change everything don't they (laughs) yeah they do little goblins (laughs) but they're cute
1: they are
0: all right. Well, that is all I have on Titanic for us this, this time. That was a fun
1: episode. Thank like, you. I really liked all that.
0: I like talking about Titanic. Me too. Now let's watch the movie. Okay. Let's do that. <laughs> we don't have to change the disc in the middle. <laughs> no. Is it? Where is it? Can we stream it now? I'm sure it's somewhere to be streamed. I still have the DVDs. That's right. When the, the VHS went away, I bought the DVDs. Because of course I, I have did. I do that. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I need to stream it somewhere. So do you have your topic for next time yet? No. Well, I guess it's time to ask the people if they have any ideas or stories that they would like to hear. Yes, we want to hear from
1: you. Please email us at themamesespodcast at gmail.com or tell us what you want to hear at Facebook and Instagram at the Podcast. And we have TikTok now, too. And we have TikTok, yeah. I should do a little video of that. Like, hey, listeners.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you should. (laughs) Mameesters. What are we calling them? (laughs) I I like mameesters. That's cute. (laughs) Mameesters. Mameesters. Yeah. All right. Well, we want to hear from you. And that's all we have for this time. So it's time to say it. Are you ready? Until next time. Bye. Bye.